Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I said, Lord, what do you want to do tonight? You folks are hungry. You're ready. Respond to the Holy Spirit. Open up your hearts. Don't try to figure it out with your head. Many of you have found that out already. It doesn't work. You can't analyze the things of the Spirit. Now, you can analyze religion, but this is not a religious service, okay? This is a Jesus encounter. Hallelujah. I, I want to just share some things with you about the Holy Spirit. That's what we're uh, focusing on tonight. I know we call it the Jesus encounter. We used to call it holy fire. But see, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit, he will take from mine, for, from me, and reveal it to you. He, he also said the Holy Spirit will lift him up. Amen? Well, in other words, magnify Jesus. And that's why we invite the Holy Spirit and we're Holy Spirit people. Hallelujah. There are churches full of people that ignore the Holy Spirit. It's just about theology. It's just about, the Bible says the letter kills, but the Spirit, when the Holy Spirit breathes on the Word of God, and we have that in this church, amen? Amen. Whether it's a Sunday morning, Sunday night, whenever it is, uh, we pray that, like the Apostle Paul he said this, I don't come to you with words of man's wisdom, but demonstration and power. We can't ignore the power of God. Amen. And so it says this um, in Luke chapter 4 and verse 14. It says here that Jesus returned to Galilee filled with the Holy Spirit's power. And reports of him spread quickly through the whole region. And then in verse 18, it says this, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus quoting from the prophet Joel out of the Old Testament, Joel chapter two. The spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. What are we here for tonight to do? We desire to be touched by God. We desire, we see God moving already through the United States and other parts of the world. We want to be touched. We want to be set free. We, we, we want to experience the book of Acts. We, we, we want to have all that God has for us. But why do we want that? Why do we have legacy? We talked about that last three Sunday mornings. The heart of God is to reach the lost. Amen? Your neighbors, your family. You're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that with mere religion alone. There has to be something else, and that something else is the person of the Holy Spirit so powerful in our lives that he will... (laughs) move out of us onto other people around us. That's the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Jesus had it, and he told the disciples, 
that when the Holy Spirit comes, you're going to be endued with power from on high. So this is what Jesus said about the Spirit of God. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released. How many of you know that captives need to be released today? Well, raise up preachers, pastor. Raise up, you know. We have a four-year Bible school. We're doing all that we can do. Come on now. <clears throat> We're believing that, that there's some preachers going to come out of that. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> he has sent me to proclaim captives will be released. Those that are bound by drugs, alcohol, all kinds of bondages. There's a real devil. There's a real hell, and Satan wants to take as many people to hell with him. Jesus said, wide, broad is the gate, or the way that leads to destruction. But narrow is the way that leads to life everlasting. So we are here, we're on that narrow way, amen? We're believing God for the ability to touch those around us by his power. Every one of you is an evangelist. See, I'm an evangelist. Hallelujah. Now look what he says. Proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. This is time for revival. I was reading through uh, prophecies by Bob Jones and Smith Wigglesworth and uh, others, great men of God that, that actually seen visions of the time that we're living in right now. And we are in the beginning of the greatest move of God that has ever hit the earth. And you can look at the book of Acts. You can look at the different uh, times when the Holy Spirit has been poured out, Azusa Street. You can look at the the charismatic movement, uh, the Jesus revolution that some of you have seen uh, in the theaters this week about the hippies being born again. All of these were great moves of God. But what we're entering into right now, and I believe with all of my heart, we've got to get ready for the greatest move of the Spirit that this earth has ever seen. A great shakening. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we're seeing where uh, young people, you know, it's been prophesied. And, uh, and, and I think Bob Jones uh, prophesied one billion souls. One billion souls. It's going to come into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And he talked about the youth. How many young people do we have? Going to be a mighty move among young people. In these lands, you, you see it on TV. They're even showing it on the news. What God is doing. And some people are naysayers. Well, you know, I just don't know. That's emotional. Yes, yeah, emotionalism. Let's get emotional. Let's stop coming into church. Oh, let's say, I'm, 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 I'm righteous. Glory to God. We need to come in dancing, laughing, coming to scores with thanksgiving. Amen. When with praise. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. David would have not fit into most churches. Amen? We used to sing a song, Dance Like David Danced. I don't know if I could do that. Praise the Lord. Probably not. Pastor Judy said, honey, don't dance. Because I have no rhythm. I do the... So unless the Holy Spirit sets my feet a dancing, I ain't going to dance. One prophet said I would spin like a top. I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. So is Pastor Judy. She's waiting for me to spin like a top. I don't know what it's going to be like. Hallelujah. So the anointing is given to preach the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. Given to heal and restore people. Given to proclaim freedom to the captives. To uh, open blind eyes. To set people free. Hallelujah. Every one of us say, I am a candidate, Lord. Holy Spirit, I'm a candidate. Those of you, and I encourage you to, to if you're still playing in theater, go see Jesus' revolution. Because what you saw, and we're going to get it here and play it in our church as soon as we can. Amen. So we can come as a congregation and watch it. But see, what happened there was uh, people, these hippies came out of the drug culture and, uh, you know, uh, love children, all this kind of stuff. And they received a transformation by the Spirit of God. And, and, and it just didn't stay in Costa Mesa. It, it, it spread. We, I was in Arizona that time, and, and we felt the tremors of it. Just like an earthquake. There's the epicenter, and then there's the tremors that, that follow. Well, we felt and, and we partook of a, a, a great youth revival in the small town that we were in. And we had some hippies coming in. And they were dressed just like halter tops, the girls. <laughs> they weren't dressed like they should come to church, you know what I'm saying? Long hair, beards, but they love Jesus. Amen. And one thing about it, they took the biggest Bibles. They, they, they didn't go, they got the family Bibles. And when we went to the restaurant, you wouldn't have room to put your food because everybody would have their Bible on the table. It was all about sharing Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And it spread all across this nation and other parts of the world from that one epicenter. Glory to God. And I'm saying God is moving in many, many places right now. And just think how it's going to spread. You can't stop it. You couldn't stop the disciples who multiplied thousands and thousands and thousands in the book of Acts. It said the word grew daily. It multiplied daily because people were experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit and the ability to evangelize. And not just being concerned about themselves getting to heaven, but even Cornelius, which was a Gentile, by his prayers, and he probably didn't know the three steps to pray. But he was hungry for God. Some of you don't know how to 
touch God, but if you're just hungry and you cry out, God, I want to see a move in my family. I want to see a move in my neighborhood. I want to be used however you want to use me to pass out tracks, to, to get on board, empower me with your spirit. Hallelujah. God's anointing flows through those who are hungry for a touch of his Holy Spirit. And listen to this statement. The anointing has less to do with the person that it flows through than it does with the person who receives it. And the one who sent it is Almighty God. God is ready to use every one of us. Hallelujah. But how can that happen? How can that happen? I want the worship team to come up real quick. In Psalms chapter 92 verse 10, I found this scripture. It says, this is the psalmist crying out. Your anointing has made me strong and mighty. You've empowered my life for triumph by pouring fresh oil over me. And I want, us to, I want that to be our prayer tonight. Oil is symbolic to the Holy Spirit. And I want us to pray, Lord, pour a fresh oil over me tonight. Pray, uh, 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 just pour a fresh oil over living word, over our congregation so that we can be empowered to do what we need to do. Hallelujah. It's not that much about us, but it's about God in us working through us and moving through us. Simply what it is, it's a yielding. What does it mean to yield? Just give up. Just give up, relax, hang loose. Stop trying to control everything. Stop it. Let God be in control. Maybe we need to listen to Carrie Underwood's song again, Jesus, Take the Wheel. We've kept him in the back seat. Jesus, you take the wheel of my life tonight. Pour out that oil upon me. Pour out your spirit. Let me shake under the power of God to reach my family, to reach my neighborhood. Those of you that are in school, set your schools on fire with the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's not impossible. Do what you're famous for, Lord. We sing that song. Do what you're famous for. Praise the Lord. Breakthrough. Revival is here. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? I want you to bow your heads tonight. I don't know if all of you are born again, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to get saved because you need, first of all, to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life you don't have to clean yourself up you don't have to change anything about you right now Jesus loves you just the way you are just the way you are he died on the cross in fact the Bible says 
while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And even when you receive Christ into your life, you're not going to be perfect. You become a new creature, a new spirit. Your spirit comes alive unto God. But you have to grow in the things of the Lord. But the most important decision tonight is to receive Him, make Him the Lord and Savior of your life. We're going to pray a prayer, and I want you to pray this with me tonight. Now let's stand together as we do this. The worship team's going to get ready to lead us into worship. Let's pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross in my place for my sins. Lord, I need a Savior. I need a change in my life that you can only give me. I invite you to come into my heart. Come into my life tonight. Be my Lord and Savior. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Thank you that I'm a new creation. I'm a child of God. And I want all of us to pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the precious Holy Spirit that you have sent. And like David, I pray tonight, pour the oil of the Holy Spirit upon me to the point where I can't control it. I can't contain it. I'll have an overflow that'll touch people around me.